Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hands Down DFS podcast, the hands down best spot for all of your DFS advice. This week um, was a wild week. We saw a lot of uh, wide receiver two, threes, and fours having big uh, games. I'm looking at you, Justin Jefferson. But first, before we jump into a recap and a first look at this next week ahead of us, I want to shout out Optimal DFS, uh, certified hands down, the best uh, mobile optimizer out there. It's cheap, it's free, or it's free to download, and then you can uh, get their premium. If you go through our link here at Hands Down DFS, then you can get three free days of Optimal DFS um, lineups. You can get up to 150 lineups just in a click of a button. We've only won money using it, so uh, results may vary, but for us, it's only done great things. Uh, there's two sets of projections, really great spot to go. This week, unfortunately, we do not have Ryan with us this week, um, and instead, making his sports podcast debut, we have good buddy Chris Hall. How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing just great. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. First time, lo- long-time listener, first time, first time call-in. But yeah, oh. I'm, I'm ready, ready to dive right in. We are so excited. We think Chris Hall is going to be a regular, maybe even a staple <laughs> on these podcasts. Uh, he is admittedly more of a season-long fantasy guy, but he is uh, hopping in, giving mm. talking to some numbers with us this week. Um, very excited about that. Chris Hall, how did your, how did your week three go for you, buddy? Uh, week, week three, it was a mixed bag, a mixed bag. Uh, it, finally, it seemed like the, the pieces on a lot of teams that like should be performing, they all, they all kind of agreed to all start performing together. It seemed like they were taking turns the last couple of weeks, but it's because there was always that weird weirdness in just the, the first couple of weeks of just like, you don't know who's going to like cement as like, yeah, this guy's going to put up numbers or who's going to bust, but it seems like everyone's easing their roles. Also, not. <laughs> You can also at this point learn who's like, who's either getting done chained or near done chained. Like I, he's bringing us the done chain. I don't. <laughs> I, just, I just want everyone to know that I am over T. Y. Hilton. I just need to get that off my chest. Like I was gonna I bring just, him up later. We'll we will definitely be talking about T. Y. Hilton later. Okay. But. Yeah. I, I'm, that, that was a warning shot for T. Y. Hilton. Get ready. Wet wet this noodle. Is, Phil Rivers is not is not giving T. Y. Hilton any favors. <laughs> Oh my, yeah, there are, like, they're signing people mid-game to for Phil to throw to on that team. Like, there are, like, I think you got more targets than T.Y. Hilton last game. It's just, I don't know, I, we'll, we'll circle back to T.Y. I've seen the, <laughs> yeah, I, got past, I got past a water bottle halfway through the game, and I think that was <laughs> more targets than T.Y. Yeah. got. And PPR, Scott, <laughs> got a, a few points off that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, um. Some of the big uh, names that we whiffed on, guys, we're going to just come out here. And we're gonna, I'm sure Chris is going to even laugh that we even endorsed this guy last week. <laughs> Drew Sample was a bust. Get away. <laughs> Get, run away. Oh, I, don't, I don't necessarily hate him this week, but, man, did he – coming off of a nine-target game um, against the Browns, mm. we, we only saw one target with that resulted in a catch, but for – a whopping one yard and I was not in the end zone um it was just a brutal week uh as far as that call um we told you I mean, that he Kyler Murray a lot of boxes he checked a lot of boxes I, I it's <laughs> I see not, where you're coming not the from. good not the good one um oh, then the <laughs> we did hit on Kyler Murray and um telling you DeAndre Hopkins those two were gonna have a great game um 
Hopkins definitely did his job. Uh, Adam Humphreys wasn't wasn't terrible. Did his did his thing. Our sneaky Braxton Berrios pick. He got a touchdown. Uh, the only <laughs> touchdown I think that the Jet the atrocious Jet scored. Uh, Adam Gates already on the hot seat. Um, yeah, I think I think those are some of that we were kind of bigger on Cooper and Metcalf compared to Lockett, and Lockett definitely had the best game that week, um, or had the best game out of any of those guys. So, and then obviously guys like Justin Jefferson, we weren't even shout out to optimal DFS. They, you can go back, look at their article last week. They said, play Justin Jefferson. And (laughs) that was good for them. Um, Yeah. Shout out to them, which honestly, like I'm surprised that didn't happen sooner. Like if the Viking Kirk Cousins is looking pretty abysmal, but like, I remember before the season, like I was talking to someone like, and they're like, we were talking about Justin Jefferson, you know, as you do. And like, and they're like, yeah, like he's taking Stephon Diggs' spot. I was like, you mean like, as the lead, like deep, like the like, like the lead deep throw on the Vikings, like the first round wildly talented guy, is getting like the deep ball because I know the Vikings can be sus, but like, they're like the Falcons in the sense that like, even if they're whatever in real life, like they're putting up great fantasy numbers. I was like, how is this like? How is this guy like so cheap? Like, how is this guy ranked fiftieth on wide receivers? Like, I, so honestly, like it's. This is not a fluky week. Like Justin yeah. Jefferson is no, going to no, continue. We are going to be, <laughs> we are going to be big on Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah. Trying to see against Houston. They just signed Earl Thomas. We'll get more into the wide receivers later. Um, mm-hmm. But no, yeah. So that's kind of our week three uh, recap. We're going to look forward uh, ahead. We're gonna just going to give you maybe a couple picks here and there. We'll do a little bit of a start-sit action between two guys. We'll get mm-hmm. uh, Buddy Chris telling us who he likes. <laughs> um, just just on a first look, uh, top three guys, you have Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. You can even throw Josh Allen into that conversation uh, yeah. at the top four. Yeah, what's going who on have, there? You're picking one quarterback out of those four guys. Who who you like this week? Uh, I mean, honestly, like, uh, I, I think it's it's got to be Russell Wilson. Like, he, <laughs> like watching him. It's just absurd. Like every pass, even it's to a wide open guy, I'm like, you can't throw it any better than that. And he's playing <laughs> Miami, and like, <laughs> like he's playing Miami, and there's nothing like, there's nothing better than playing like a Fitzpatrick team after Fitzpatrick has like his Fitz Magic game, if that makes sense. Because the the moment he has that game, like he might, they may ride ride the wave, and it's like, it's either one like it's gonna be a shootout with Fitz Magic, or two he's going to crash and burn, and like and, and two will be started with five and just. The Seahawks absolutely thrive. So, like, I just – Wilson is just doing, like, these unbelievable things. I, I, he's playing – he's pitching flawless games out there, and I just – he's getting, like, over 30 every week. I, it's hard not to go with Russell Wilson. Yeah, it is crazy. He had five touchdowns, no interceptions, and his passer rating went down last week. Like, <laughs> it's just like, – yeah. like, how, how do you do how that? How do you do that? Yeah, like, he has, he has 14 touchdowns in three weeks. Like that's, yeah. like he's putting up ultimate team numbers. Like it's, yeah, it's he's unbelievable. Playing a, he's playing a video game out there. I think Patrick yeah. Mahomes against New England. That's a tough defense that you're going to be going up against with Stephon Gilmore. Mm. But they've mm. they've shown that they can give up some points to good offenses this season. And I think that yeah. has that has close game potential where you know that maybe Mahomes is going to actually have to throw the ball. Um, yeah, a lot. for sure. So that's maybe a spot that I like. Just if. Lamar Jackson versus the Washington football team. Still can't believe that's their team name. And <laughs> Russell Wilson, if they get um, 
if they get leads early, they might they might not see all the same usage that they get. So that's that's my only yeah, concern that, there. That's but, always a concern for sure. Yeah, but if if Russell Wilson is playing the full game, I definitely agree with you. Um, <laughs> play him because yeah. If the concern is that like they get up by too many points, like that still means that like <laughs> that they still torch him to get there. So I mean. Yeah. And it's just unbelievable. He, he's putting up just stupid numbers. Like, he – like, the MVP bets have got to be on Russell Wilson right now for, with what he's doing. I think he just ride that wave. Yeah. So, we have a $200 price difference between Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray. Prescott actually priced more. Uh, we have Prescott mm. against Cleveland, Murray against Carolina. I like Murray in this spot. What are you thinking? Yeah. I, I think I'm with you there. I mean – I just, I mean, obviously, Dak's great and he's looked awesome, but Carolina is kind of, I mean, they're buns. I'm watching the Bucks play Carolina recently. Like, Carolina has nothing to, be, nothing to be intimidated by, and Cleveland, like, I, I like some of their pieces on defense. They've actually like had some decent defensive moments. I know their offense is a mess, but like, I, <laughs> I, I think it's absolutely Kyler. Yeah, I think it's well, absolutely Kyler here. I meant to do this earlier in the podcast, but Chris, please. Give your 30-second, uh, just clearing your bias, who's your favorite football team and why? <laughs> I just, yeah, for everyone to filter out. Yeah, I'm a Bucks fan. But, like, this is a, a long-term Bucks fan. This isn't a 2020 Bucks fan. And right. I wish <laughs> it has to be clarified. But, yeah, I mean, we, we had to see many dark moments before our brightest. Uh, I was here in the Josh Freeman years. But yeah, is Brady done? No. Brady, watch the tape. Brady looks great. What, what were you saying? The Josh Freeman years. Brutal. The Josh Freeman, yeah. Widely forgotten. Like, uh, Lovey Smith, anyone? Rocky's yeah. dream? Greg Schiano? Yeah, we, we were there. No, Brady looks great. The every, everything. I'm pleased. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just getting out of the way. But regardless, I think Kyler's the spot here. But especially because he's cheaper. Even if Kyler was more expensive, I might pick Kyler here. Yeah, Kyler, Kyler's price was has been a mess all season. Um, <laughs> he's just been too low. Uh, he started off at sixty four hundred for some reason, went down to sixty one hundred. He's just he's just been that guy all week. It's been tough because he's been seeing <laughs> yeah. higher ownership. So you're in tournament plays, you're not going to necessarily get that edge because everybody's playing him. Um, but he's doing good enough where kind of got to play him. Uh, yeah. Cam Newton's a little bit lower. He's going up against Kansas City, who, as we are we are recording this Monday night, and it seems like <laughs> Lamar Jackson's not doing much so far. That could totally change, and he could totally just light up uh, Kansas City. How do you feel about Cam Newton against Kansas City? I think this could be like a sneaky. Because I know if you're just looking at service level, you're like, oh, Cam, like low tens, like I mean, like eleven fancy points this last week, maybe ranked a little lower. Like that's. That's, like, the best type of misleading because, like, the Patriots played great. It's just the running backs got, like, all the touchdowns. So, it's, like, they just – Rex Burkhead freaking went Rex off. Burkhead for, like, yeah. And Rex Burkhead doesn't do what Rex, Burker, Rex Burker, Burkhead did. And, like, Cam, Cam, Cam Newton is you know, ranked a lot higher this week. So, that's just – I think you can almost capitalize on just, like, the misleading low numbers that he put up and just – and it's more likely to be a shootout than anything against Kansas City. I think he'd be a – I think he's a pick. Honestly. Yeah. Well, we're going to move on. There's a lot of uh, kind of value made middle tier guys um, in the QB. Mm-hmm. We're going to Kirk Cousins, 5,600 playing Houston. Yes, Houston just got Earl Thomas, but I think that's way too <laughs> low, um, especially if Justin Jefferson 
does a repeat performance. Uh, you got to like the guys throwing the ball um, to him and Thielen. So I think maybe Kirk Cousins is just an early week candidate for a value play. Um, let's move Pretty on sure. over to running back. It's tough. No Chris McCaffrey. It's hard seeing him up there. Knowing that <laughs> yeah, it's heart, heartbreaking. What, what could have been. But we have <laughs> Alvin Kamara versus Detroit, Ezekiel Elliott against Cleveland, Dalvin Cook against Houston, and then Derrick Henry against the amazing Pittsburgh uh, defense. <laughs> that's a biased thing, but I don't even think that's wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just objectively right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, those four guys match up you like the best. I was looking at Kamara earlier, and he's – he got 13 catches last week. Catches. He's a running back. Like he, like he, like people. People throw matchup proof around a lot, and that's uh, I. I love throwing that term around. But he's like game flow proof. Like he only had six carries, but still got like 44 points in PPR. Like it's either one. Like the Saints are up by a lot. They can run it out with him, and that's like the best scenario for any running backs. Or, or two. Like they're down, and he just. I mean, Brady you know, or Breeze just dinks and dunks it to him. Next thing you know, he has Breeze 13 catches. Breeze can't throw the ball more than 15 yards. No. It's sad to see. I love Drew Breeze. It's sad to see. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. Yeah, but that's also how you end up with 13 catches for 139 yards for Kamara. So, like, he's just – again, he, I mean, it's like Russell Wilson's. Like, I don't, like, I don't care what your price at. Like, they're doing stupid things. He's, I, think, I think he's just the choice. I – I have nothing to say against that. I think if you're <laughs> going to pay up for a running back this week, go to Alvin Kamara, please. Against a Detroit defense, that's not going to do anything like, to stop him. The freaking yeah, New Orleans offense right now is just, let's give the ball to Alvin Kamara and hope he breaks a couple tackles. That's literally, <laughs> that's it. That's it. 1,000%. So and Michael this, Thomas is still out, which helps, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, great. Way to throw that in there. <laughs> Kenny Stills isn't getting enough targets. Just. <laughs> Someone fix that. The the day they find Kenny Stills, the day Houston turns it around. Yeah. So you have this next tier of Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, James Conner, Josh mm. Jacobs, which he should be higher, uh, Jonathan <laughs> Taylor, James Robinson, and then Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Like, those dudes are all solid. Um, yeah. And, yeah, some of them have tough matchups. Like especially Josh Jacobs going up against Buffalo, Jonathan Taylor going up against Chicago. You like any of those guys this week? I think if Justin Herbert continues to start, like Eckler's looked pretty good. I Even mean, against your I'm, Tampa I, Bay, I was I was about to, I was about to, about to say the caveat. I'm just saying, like I don't know, we were making Jeff Driscoll look competent like those past week at points. He's also, he's also got off the throws. He eventually got benched. But with that being said. I mean, he had 11 catches too. What's going on here? I, I love Eckler if if Herbert starts again. Josh Jacobs priced a little sneaky low. The Raiders look good. I know he didn't light it up last week, but like he hasn't looked amazing. I'm actually not not as big on him, but he's still Josh Jacobs. The Raiders look good. He could be a great value pick. And a layer. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, he's not really lighting it up against Baltimore right now as we speak, but I think you just – if you ever feel hesitation starting a cheap starting running back, that means that means you've been asleep for the past five years. So, like – Wake up. I, I like all of them, but I like I, – I like, I, yeah, for real. Please, we need you. Please wake up. I, I like Eckler the most of that bunch. 
Jonathan Taylor, like, I know he's been putting up good numbers, but I just never love running back by committees. And I just, I don't know. Like, when you, when you see Nike Hines getting, like, reasonable touches, like, it's hard not to feel nervous. So, like, we thought he know. was dead. We thought Naheem Hines was dead. He came back <laughs> last week. It was brutal. That's <laughs> Naheem gets you right where he wants you when you, when you when you think he's gone. Yeah. I, Although I'm I would attribute that to them being up a bajillion against the Jets. And just <laughs> yeah, that's also true for, for sure. Jacoby, I would also, Jacoby Brissett <laughs> also saw touch it or saw some game time. So. <laughs> that that's a good point. I would also like to give up my um my Nikhil Harry Fools Gold Award of the week. <laughs> I'm giving that to Jeff Wilson because um because there's every single week it's just like like people put all their chips in this category for no reason because like there's always like once a week like a running back or wide receiver puts up like a good fantasy number like good fantasy points. They're like oh yeah like invest but like. Jeff Wilson did not, like, he did not put up good stats. Like, you see that stat line, it is not impressive. He just got, like, a couple nice red zone touches, which I know are great on their own, right? But, like, if if, McK- if Jerry McKinnon's playing and also if Mostert comes back, like, Jeff Wilson has no he, – he's not a value play this week. Like, do, do not buy Jeff Wilson stock. Like, he he went, like, 12 carries, 15 yards or something like that. He just – he did the he did the Peyton Barber week one where he had it was one thousand no Peyton Barber won won the week one the kill Harry award like there's <laughs> there's not as much value there as you think there is like yeah do do not invest I don't know if you were thinking about investing in Jeff Wilson but this is making sure you don't <laughs> as you I, sh- I just want to apologize I just want to apologize to. Uh... Nikhil the Wilson Harry. family, <laughs> Wilson family, and the Kill Harry family all <laughs> just came after all of their lives. Um, but Harry just pulled, just pulled his sponsorship for the for the podcast. Yeah, but there yeah. goes any money we thought we were getting from that. Carlos Hyde, <laughs> Carlos Hyde is a guy I like this week if Chris Carson is out. It looks like it's just a niche brain, nothing any crazy. Um, mm. But if he is out, then I do like Chris Carson again, or like Carlos Hyde against Miami <laughs> because they're going to be running the ball if they get up early. And I think there's definitely a lot of value there. Um, For sure. I agree there. Look, any, anything with your Tampa Bay backfield? Anything there? Just, I mean, i pass on it. Smokes. <laughs> I said, I told a buddy that by week four, Fortnite was going to be the starter, but they're still like kind of spreading out the touches. Obviously not LaShawn McCoy. He's don't start LaShawn McCoy. He's like at best like a third down back. I mean, Fournette just kind of looks better than Rojo. Like, he's going to be the starter eventually, but it's still kind of hate. So, I wouldn't I wouldn't really put your chips in anything there. I don't really – I'm not I'm not loving any of them. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. If I if – I, if you had to start one, like, even though Rojo catches a lot, I would probably just go Fournette because I think, like, I don't know. It's like they want to give two and more. So, that's my choice between those two. But I would stay away. Yeah. And I think the – the runner-up for the Nikhil Harry Award this week <laughs> is Rex Burkhead. Um, <laughs> I, I want you to know that in my notes, I literally have runner-up colon Rex Burkhead under the Nikhil Harry Award. Uh, yeah, for sure. 35 fantasy points, not going to happen again. James White is no, no thoughts way. and prayers Thoughts and prayers out to the, to the White family for sure um, with mm-hmm. what went on. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully he can get back to the football field. And as soon as he does, even if he doesn't, Burkhead's not doing that again. No, one uh, absolutely not and Sonny Michelle looked good too he would like nine carries 100 plus yards like <laughs> <laughs> I have such a hard time taking Sonny Michelle seriously because <laughs> because of his, his eyes are just the seeing that man through a helmet 
It's wild. Um, <laughs> Once again, sorry to <laughs> Sony Michelle, another Patriots player we're apologizing to. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he was. There's just so much talent in that backfield. Rex is not doing that again. If Rex does that again, like, awesome. I, I'm happy for Rex. But like, Sexy Rex. But like, yeah. <laughs> that's not happening. Like, yeah, Walmart, great value, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, not happening. Okay. From there, uh, we'll go more in depth um, into all of that later in the week. We're just kind of giving a first look. Uh, over to wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins obviously had a huge game last week. Um, yeah. He had only 27 DK points. Felt like more because he couldn't get into the end zone. Uh, I think he's good to replicate that against the Carolina defense. That's not scary yeah. at all. Um, you have any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, he's putting up like, like QB fantasy points every week, it looks like. I mean, he's just – it's like everything that he should be on paper he's doing. It's like, yeah, he's the number one guy in that offense. And he, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a combined like 37 targets so far this year and so many catches. Yeah, I mean, I think he could just torch them. Mike Evans torched them week two, and uh, Hawkins has more than ability to do the same. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a speaking great of player. Speaking of Mike – Mike Evans, Godwin is looking <laughs> doubtful. Um, Ooh. Obviously, you like you like him just because you're a Fox fan, but because he's Mike Evans, yeah. I mean, assuming Godwin doesn't play, uh, it's tough because he had a actual stat line: two catches, two yards, two touchdowns, which is like good. Like it's like yeah, you're getting you know, 15 fantasy points or whatever, but it's like okay, he got two yards. But that was misleading because we did not throw the ball at all the second half. Yeah, Goblin doesn't play. Brady obviously has a great connection with them. Even if you don't love the catches and yards, Scott, like, I, I mean, Brady's looking better every week. And I, I know that you might think there's bias here, but, you know, Evans is, like, he's the guy. Like, he's the only guy Brady seems to have, like, great chemistry with so far. So I think he's, I think he's a great pick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a couple guys in that middle 6,000 tier that mm. – they're just – I like them, but their matchups are tough. Like Kenny Galladay, I think he's way too underpriced, but going yeah. up against Marshawn Lattimore, I mean, that's a good that's a good matchup. Um, yeah, no, 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 Lattimore's tough. I, yeah, do, do not underestimate that. Yeah, because he, uh, he has a history of shutting down Mike Evans and Galladay's <laughs> kind of that same that same frame, that same big kind of wide, uh, wide receiver that yeah, Lattimore seems what, to have a pretty good time. Tyler Boyd – Oh, yes. Before, uh, I was, before. I was, I, I was on my way there too. We're on the same road right now because I was actually. <laughs> if T. Y. Hilton's on the hot seat, uh, so was A. J. Green. I'm actually, I think, I, I think I'm over him too. Because you done chaining him? I, I think, I think I'm done chaining A. J. Green. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> it's, it was just heartbreaking. Because I've had, I've had A. J. Green almost like every season he's been in the league. He's always producing. It's heartbreaking because he was in the same draft class as Julio, and Julio is still Julio Jones very much so, and he like. Like not only is he not putting up points, like he's like he's getting like out tall. Tyler Boyd, like it was kind of tea. One sec, you just went you just went through a wind tunnel. What did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> not only is he just like not putting up great numbers, but it's it's not because like the, the Bengals are bad. No, like Burrow looks great, and he's just kind of like he's getting out targeted, kind of almost outplayed by like both Tyler Boyd who's, like, around the same price level as him, and T. Higgins, who is cheaper than him. And so, like, like if you're spending, what was he, mid-5,000 for A.J. Green, and Tyler Boyd is also right there, like, just 
Like, just take your credit card out of DFS. Like, just like Agent Green should not be bought. Like, he he's just he just kind of looks like a shell of himself. Like, week two, he got like 13 targets and three catches. It's it, it's just I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take for him to snap back. And until that happens, like, do not spend your money on him. Like, I like the Bengals. I like Boyd. I think Higgins looks awesome. But just he's done. He's done. done <laughs> like, like great old Uncle Rick says, you might as well just spend your money betting on which way the toilet bowl flushes. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a retweet. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, no, so I mean, Hilton's- yeah, mm-hmm. just go, go right into it. Yeah, I was like, he's quaking his boots right now. He, he's been sweating since we started this podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I is there a Mandela effect going on with T.Y. Hilton? Because like, because <laughs> like I going into season, it's like yeah, it's T.Y. Hilton. You know, like established no good receiver. And he's Philip Rivers. Like he's like, he likes to chuck it. Like new Keenan now. Like yeah, like let's go. But like, I don't have any explicit memories of like. Being like, man, like I wish I started T.Y. Hilton this week, or I wish I drafted him. I just kind of accepted that he was good. I know, I, I, I know he probably was. I know he put good numbers, but guys, it is not looking like it so far. I don't know. I'm starting to question everything I believe about T.Y. Hilton because he just maybe it's just there are a lot of mouths being in Indianapolis, but he has yet to surpass like 53 yards in the game or more than four catches. He's not getting like a lot of targets, like. I think he's just not that involved in the offense. And, like, I, I may, may, maybe I was lied to you about T.Y. Hilton. Maybe it was just, this is just a Berenstein Bears thing. Like, maybe there was another guy in the Colts. The Monopoly man never involved. had a monocle. That, yeah, that, yeah, stay woke. If you heard that, you just got put on a list because you knew too much. But, yeah, no, T.Y. Hilton, T.Y. Hilton never wore a monocle. And he just <laughs> he just isn't doing what he should be doing. Like, I probably have more hope for him than AJ Green, but even that feels weird. I wouldn't. I don't know. I just don't think his price range by other people around his price range. I'm 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 over him. It's it, it's fine. I hope he does well, but I'm over him. And here's a great point that I want to. I want to tell you guys, there's such thing <laughs> as a contrarian play. So easy guys like T. Y. Hillen and AJ Green, we are telling you don't play them. They're not safe. They're not good. <laughs> it might be worth throwing those guys into a couple of lineups because if nobody <laughs> likes them, if everybody's picking the CD lambs, the Justin Jeffersons, yeah. the guys around them play these guys. And if, if they have a good, um, if they had a good game, then you're good. You're going to be able to win a lot of money. So that's just a, there's a strategy um, that's out there. We want to talk about it. Yeah. It, Cause those two both also like the, Mandel effect aside, like they presumably they have proven their talent in the past, and so like which makes it harder to say that they're done because it's like I've seen them be, I think I've seen with Ty Holden, I've seen them be good in the past. So like, so maybe they figure it out, but as as of right now, it's it's hard to start them until they have that week where maybe they, it clicks back. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're gonna hit a couple more guys. There's a lot of guys in the top area. DK Metcalf is going to be a great play. Amari Cooper is going to be a great mm-hmm. play. Uh, Allen Robinson might be a better play now that Nick Foles is the guy. Um, yeah. And Nick then Foles. Yeah. Cooper Cup against a Giants defense that can't stop anything right now. Adam Thielen against the Houston defense that can't stop anything right now. You can go down the list. A lot of those top guys are going to be good. We'll break down because it's going to take some advanced stats to 
really find the difference between those guys, <laughs> and we'll do that uh, later sure. this week. Um, oh, but Nick, Fole, it, I would like to say. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like to say Nick Foles' potential candidate for the Ryan Fitzpatrick is the sustainable award next week. <laughs> he he's just a classic like back with low expectations, like sneaky kills it and everyone benefits. So that's what. We'll, we'll dig into that with Allen Robinson, but yes, yeah, <laughs> good for sure. Um, you guys, you have guys like um, I have, yeah, Andy Isabella. I had to double check that first mm. name. Um, you have guys like <laughs> T Higgins, who we talked about already a little bit. You have guys. Um, I'm going to bring him up. Nikhil Harry, uh, a four thousand, who, <laughs> who's pretty low. Chase Claypool, who Chase Claypool. I'm obviously Steelers guy here. Um, he was on the field for 61 of the Steelers snaps, offensive snaps, which is by far the most. Obviously, he only turned that into one catch for 24 yards. But um, you got to like that usage out of a low-cost guy. Mm. Um, there's a lot of value here. Any yeah. guy that you think could be a sneaky sneaky play? <laughs> he may have been a whiff week two, but, like, I mean, Scotty Miller was looking good last week, and like, he, oh like, boy, he's going only, back to his. Uh, I'm going back to the well. He, like, not only I just like the Edelman slot position, but like he was catching deep balls from Brady. Like he, I think it's clear Brady definitely trusts him at least to an extent. And if Godwin is out, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I for 4100, I, I kind of like it. Yeah, Miller does have that uh, questionable tag next to him. He's dealing with a little bit of a hip and a groin injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I think he's got it. I think he's going to be able to suit up. <laughs> I have no, there's no sources on that. Um, but he's going to play. We're just going to go with it. We're just going to speak it. We're into manifesting it. Hey, hey, Scott. <laughs> From one Scotty to another, they, uh, yeah, they decide we, he's going to play. Yeah, we're just, we're just going to do it. Yeah, I think that's a great play. And we'll talk about more of those value plays later in the week. But no, um, definitely some matchups that you're going to want to be able to take advantage of this week. Uh, they're out there. Um, mm-hmm. and we kind of talked about them. Let's talk about tight ends. You have some of the big name tight ends back into the main slate since they weren't uh, here last week. Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. Mark Andrews. Obviously, they're playing tonight on a Monday night, so they were not in the main slate last week. What do you think about those two guys? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's hard to go on with either. I like Kelsey more if you choose if you're choosing between the two, especially just watching tonight. I mean. He's- I mean, he just, he's just awesome. He just looks so sick. And it's just always – I find it easier to trust Mahomes slinging it. But I like I, – I would – I mean, he is – it does seem like he is quite a deal more expensive. And actually seeing that Andrews – I forgot that he's playing for the Washington football team. Um, there is a chance they get up early and they just run it out. But – oh. New England has been very good against the tight end too. Is, yeah, that, right that's a good point. Andrew Bucks. Yeah, I actually, again, there's always that could be a shootout. Kelsey eats, but I actually, I, I'm actually gonna flip. I think I, I actually like Mark Andrews more, like just for this matchup. Yeah, I definitely see that. Um, going down the down the list, I think you got you have guys Mike Kosecki. I'm not touching him. Seattle has. <laughs> you're going up against. Well, actually, it's interesting because Jamal Adams did get hurt. But um, you have uh, Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams, if Jamal Adams is healthy, guarding the tight end. Yeah. I think that's like the best linebacker versus the best and the best uh, safety. So they basically can erase tight ends. I don't think Miami's going to do anything there. Um, I'm not feeling great about him. 
Uh, if, Maybe. If Dallas, what, it's Goder, is that his last name? Can you pronounce Dallas it? Dallas Goder, yeah. The, yeah, he's injured. If he doesn't play this week, then Ertz obviously yeah. goes significantly up, especially if Deshaun Jackson doesn't play as well. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's going to be the Sunday night game, I think, so they're not in the main slate. But, no, that's a great one. Oh, okay, okay, for, okay. Um, But, hey, we're learning. We're learning. Drew Sample, <laughs> don't touch him. Um, he could have a great game against Jacksonville. Uh, they're the 27th worst defense against the uh, tight end position. But after what he did to us last week, don't touch him. Um, <laughs> it won't get fooled again, yeah. Logan Thomas, looking, looking solid. We, we are big Logan Thomas fans here. Hasn't necessarily oh. had his uh, game yet. We we keep saying that he's the Greg Olson of this Ron Rivera offense, and Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins keeps throwing interceptions, so it's just not <laughs> not happening. Right. Uh, Mo Ali Cox getting more touches. Oh, yeah. Mo yeah. Ali Cox seems to be the real deal. Um, over in yeah, he had a great over week. in Indianapolis. Um, he's definitely a great great play. Uh, anybody else that you I, see? <laughs> yeah, Alec Gronk? Cox over T.Y. Hilton for sure. I also know Gronk, Gronk's getting more involved, but again, it's hard to trust him or OJ until that happens. Uh, big on Eric Ebron. Uh, Eric yeah. Ebron's, uh, yeah, he's he's looking more involved. Appreciate the choir last week. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm big on Eric Ebron. I, I love him. Not only this week, which kind of in general. I I I I I'm expecting big things out of him. Hunter Henry's been rock solid, like kind of no matter who's been at QB, but especially if Herbert's still playing, like I just I the Chargers looks better when he's there. And Hunter Henry's, I mean, he's just so even against Evan Ingram, I don't love, but oh, even even against even against Tampa Bay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Johnny Smith is a little sus because like he maybe kind of sneaky fools gold because he had that one mass touch on week two and pat his stats. So I was like, I'm not. He's going against the Steelers. I don't love him. So definitely of that kind of four thousands group, I like Hunter Henry the best. But I do like Eric Ebron too. But yeah, yeah, I think those yeah, are all solid. Take. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tight ends are usually kind of a place that we kind of go lower. Um, mm-hmm. You try to find someone who's going to end up being a top five tight end, but not having to pay up for one of the top five guys. So yeah, that's yeah. definitely. We're going to talk more about that again later, and we'll have our picks um, out article on handsdowndfs.com um but no let's head over to the final segment um chris it's been great having you on here we appreciate you filling in absolutely defenses any defenses that you think uh Mm. is going to be able to take advantage of a of a matchup Uh, i mean unfortunately the jets are not playing on the main (laughs) slate which yeah which is an absolute shame um yeah, again, if it's magic, it, it, it's such a high risk, high reward. But again, if it's magic, is a ticking time on. Like, if this is if this is the week where, like, I honestly within the next three weeks, I, I know it's going to happen. It's going to be the classic. If it's magic throws three picks in the first half, two is in the halftime. Like, it, it, it could it could just be one of those just coming down the pine. And if like if the Fitzpatrick implosion happens this week, like Seattle could just absolutely eat, and they're. I mean, not even top five most expensive. I think they could be a, a, a sneaky great play. I mean, so I, I I definitely like them there. I'd probably throw them out. Yeah, I think that's a great call. Um, you're looking at the top. I think the Ravens can take advantage of a Washington football team. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, mm-hmm. that they need a name soon. Uh, <laughs> Please. Colts defense has been playing out of their minds. Yes, they played the Jets last week, um, but 
they've still been looking great. Uh, trying to see anybody else. Maybe Earl Thomas uh, rejuvenates that Texans defense, but I actually yeah, I was looking at that because you never know what Vikings you're getting. Yeah, so if you're getting the Justin Jefferson 500 yard <laughs> receiving game, pass on to the Texans. If not, then uh, <laughs> that's an easy pass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that all but wraps it up. Thank you again, um, Chris, for joining us. Uh, oh, for sure. He will be My also pleasure. on the pod later this week because Ryan will still mm-hmm. be out of town. Um, excited about getting you, Ryan. Uh, getting you back, Ryan. Um, hopefully, we can <laughs> we can three man this deal. Let us oh, know what your, what your guys' thoughts on Buddy Chris is and if he needs to be a stable. <laughs> we'll let the people vote. Um, but no. We'll do a poll. Does, does Buddy Chris go? <laughs> does he stay or go? And we'll read it out live. <laughs> Survivor style. Um, <laughs> yes. But no, yeah. Uh, hands down, DFS.com for all of your daily fantasy uh, needs. Uh, right now, we are kind of really just focusing heavy cool. on um, the NFL season and we will be working uh, um, we have the NBA finals but uh, those have kind of been tough for us so we will uh, be able to start off the NBA season once that uh, comes back and then we don't touch baseball if you're, a, if you're a baseball writer and you know a lot about baseball we are looking for somebody to help out on the baseball side um, got the playoffs coming up so thank you again uh, thank you to Optimal DFS and any closing notes uh, go box, go uh, Brady. Brady's not done. That's just that. That's been I've been saying that for the past three weeks, and he could throw four picks next week, but he's not done. He's still got it. <laughs> he's still got it. Well, sweet. Uh, that about all but wraps it up. Thank you guys so much. Please rate and subscribe wherever you are listening to this. Uh, it helps us out a lot. And please let us know any feedback that you guys have and whether or not Buddy Chris gets to stay. And with that, <laughs> see y'all. Please. Thank you.